Hey, look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a guy with a parachute in downtown Toronto? Yeah, that actually happened this past weekend. Police are investigating reports of at least one parachutist landing in the middle of the city back on Saturday. Now, according to Toronto Police Service, officers received calls of a person that actually parachuted into a park close to Rosedale Valley Road and Sherburn Street. The parachutist, of course, was uh, caught on camera, and that video has since been circulating on Twitter. It has uh, gone viral over the last uh, 24 or so uh, hours. I'm sure if you've been on your social media feeds, you've seen this. It looks like a base jumper or a parachutist trying to maneuver in between uh, the, the buildings and uh, landing somewhere in downtown Toronto. And police are now appealing for help and information. Anybody that uh, knows who this parachutist is to uh, please contact them. And for more on the investigation and more on this, we are joined now by uh, Dave Perry, Global News Radio's crime and security analyst and a former Toronto police officer. He joins us here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Dave, good afternoon. Good afternoon. All right. First off, uh, can you update us on what police are likely looking at in this case uh, as we speak? Well, they're looking at a criminal offense for sure. Anytime you put yourself or the public at risk in a, in a thrill-seeking way, generally speaking, you, you know, you've committed the offense of mischief or some other common nuisance charge. But uh, they're going to want to identify this guy and, and have a little chat and probably lay a criminal charge on him. Yeah, is it uh, a little mystifying that uh, they haven't been able to identify a suspect uh, yet that you would think somebody that is parachuting in the middle of downtown Toronto, that that would be a pretty easy get? Yeah, you would think. But I'm guessing he probably had the even the escape part planned uh, these thrill seekers, and especially the base jumpers, take extraordinary risks. And, uh, you know, when they leap from these buildings, and I get it, I've talked to a lot of parachuters in the past, and, you know, that sport has changed so much. You know, the, the type of parachutes that they use today have an awful lot of control. They can actually fly through narrow spaces. They can pretty well hit their landing spot, and that's only if everything goes well. As soon as you, you add base jumping, and especially downtown Toronto, and the, the wind gusts all around those buildings, it, it adds a whole new element of danger to it. I think that's quite frankly why some of them are doing it. And then they quickly land. They've got their team filming them. They've got their, their uh, team to help them scoop up their parachute. They're in a car and they're, they're gone. So I'm not surprised that the guy got away quite quickly. He probably was on the ground and in a car before the police even got a call. So that's what we're attributing this to, is the growth of social media, the social media culture, and these uh, thrill-seekers that uh, you know, are looking for attention. Yeah, for sure. And I have to admit, I'm I'm one of those people that I'm kind of addicted to looking at some of these crazy videos just because I, I find people interesting, and I find it fascinating when people put their life at risk in these bizarre ways. Uh, I think the only ones that can be on parallel with these, these base jumpers are these extreme motorcyclists who... You know, we'll travel down a busy highway at three times the speed of everybody else and wave in and out, weave in and out of truck lanes and and slow lanes and, you know, kind of hope that they're going to survive. And, and this base jumping stuff is exactly the same way. I mean, I, I, I don't get it. I Quite frankly, there's so many places you could go and, and truly enjoy that sport and to take it into a, a city. 
and to jump off a building, I, I just don't get it. Yeah, what are police to do? Because we've certainly seen a, a growth in these uh, sorts of cases or incidents over the last uh, couple of years and with the growth and rise of social media. And Dave, I'm thinking, of course, of uh, Crane Girl, we remember famously from yeah. a year or two ago. Uh, there's been so many people. Well, it was just uh, the other week we had somebody uh, walk a ledge to get their cat. Now, I don't know if that was uh, just to get the cat or for uh, social media purposes, but it seems as if people are taking more and more risks these days. Yeah, I think people are getting bored. <laughs> they uh, they rely on social media way too much and don't just get out and enjoy the, the outdoors the way we all did. And and uh, this thrill-seeking and this um, seems to be this focus on having your, your day of fame, you know, when, you, when your video goes viral for, for one of these events, seems to be a thirst that a lot of people are after. And, uh, you know, it's, I don't think it's going to get any better. I think it's this this kind of activity is going to increase. It, it, I've noticed over the last few years we're seeing it more and more often. Yeah, there's so much of that ledge walking that's going on uh, now that uh, we've seen uh, posted, and just not in this city, but other big cities uh, as well. And, uh, again, what do police need to do? They need to really uh, kind of buckle down, find these perpetrators, and uh, prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law to really uh, send a message? That's about it, Jeff. The, the laying of charges and the prosecution is about all the police can do, but you can only imagine um, resource-wise where this one sits on the police list of things that they have to do today. But because of the, uh, you know, sort of the public viewing of it, I'm sure that they've got a team on it. And I'm sure they're going to try and find this guy, and in all likelihood they will identify him and lay, lay some charges. But, you know, it's it's interesting that a lot of people that are that are into this thrill-seeking behavior, I think there's an additional charge for them or an, an additional piece, if you will, where getting arrested is all part of the game. It's all part of the thrill. Um, I watch with interest these videos where, you know, people with souped-up cars do donuts and circles around police cars in busy intersections, and knowing full well that they're going to be identified and they're probably going to be arrested and charged, but they just don't seem to care. seems to be part of the package to be... You know, on uh, on television and in the media, being put in handcuffs and they're smiling and walking away, quite proud of their accomplishment, don't get the behavior. Yeah, is that because uh, the punishment isn't severe enough? Do we need to look at that? And when we talk about uh, a charge of mischief, particularly in this case with the parachutist, I mean, the, putting public safety at uh, risk and endangering not only their lives, but uh, perhaps, uh, you know, thousands of other, hundreds, if not thousands of others, is mischief really the appropriate charge here, or does the court now, with the advent of social media, do they really need to look at some new laws? Yeah, you you just nailed it. That's exactly where I was going, Jeff. I think we need to look at new laws that strongly address any of this thrill-seeking behavior that puts uh, the public at risk first, but also puts other the individuals themselves at risk. If they're not willing to, to take their, their life seriously, maybe the courts have to do it. Yeah, just finally, uh, Dave... Uh, are the police, are they kind of secretly hoping that this goes up on, on a YouTube channel somewhere? Would that be a great lead for them that uh, they could then try to trace back uh, who was uh, behind this? Because I would have to think with all this notoriety around this incident, the last thing you want to do is bring more attention to yourself and post this thing on a YouTube. Or do you think it's just a, a case of that was what these people wanted from the beginning and they probably just can't help themselves? Jeff, you'd make a good detective. I can assure you that there are police officers scouring social media right now looking for any postings and any link to this. And uh, I don't think the threat of a charge or an arrest is going to stop them from doing that. That was 
part of the, you know, I think there's two parts, the thrill itself that they supposedly get from doing this, but the social media part is significant and it's going to get posted. And if it does get posted, there may be a way to follow it back to the person who was actually in that parachute. Yeah, what would police do in that case, Dave, if it does get posted? Would they contact a YouTube, or do they just try to uh, look at uh, who the poster was and, and kind of do their own digital forensics, as it were? Yeah, digital forensics, uh, my guess it would end up in the hands of the cybercrime unit at Toronto Police, and they would do what they can. It's, and you know that this isn't perfect, but uh, they would do what they can to, to trace all the steps through social media to see if they can actually get to the person who posted it, and if they get to the person that originally posted it, they potentially can then get to the person that uh, was was uh, jumping off the building. All right. Well, appreciate the update. And, Dave, thanks again so much for joining us this afternoon. Really appreciate it. Anytime, Jeff. Here goes Dave Perry, Global News Radio's crime and security analyst and a former Toronto police officer.